Welcome to the Just Launch Podcast with your host, Sean Channel, where we talk about the challenges that we all face and how we're going to kick those challenges in the ass. So I've been ambitious since I can remember. When I was little, I remember sitting in the back seat of my parents' vehicle with my sister, talking about what we wanted to be when we grew up. And I remember telling my sister, hey, I want to be rich. I want to have a nice car. I want to live in a big house. And from there, it just kept building. I started reading self-help books at age 16. TNT, The Power Within, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Book after book, I was constantly trying to figure out how I could make myself be successful as soon as possible. So those ambitions continued to just grow. At 19, I dropped out of college to get my real estate license and become a real estate agent, making me the youngest realtor in Washington State at the time. And I put a lot of effort into developing a real estate career. However, being a 19-year-old kid, I didn't know shit about life. I didn't know shit about owning a house. I didn't know shit about selling. And so it wasn't long before I realized that a career in real estate wasn't going to bring me to the level of success that I'd wanted to. So then it was back to college I went, where I studied economics and political science with aspirations of becoming either a lobbyist or a politician. Turns out, those aren't easy jobs to get. So now I'm back in sales, car sales that is, with all the perks of being a car salesman in a small town. Late nights, working weekends, small paychecks, I found myself a far cry from the ambitions that I'd had early in life. And right at the height of all of this mediocrity, boom, DUI, in a company demo car, no less. So this leads to no job, no license, no income, and me ultimately moving back to my parents' house. I'm... In my mid-20s, living with my parents, working as a fiberglasser, building yachts. To say the least, I was very depressed. I was not in a good place, emotionally, mentally, even physically. I spent the better part of the first month, month and a half of moving back in with my parents, sleeping, hiding in my room, pretty much avoiding all life outside of my little bubble. And that little bubble was a place of misery. Every thought was defeating. Every thought was poor me. Every thought was how big of a screw up I am. Every thought was how I let everybody around me down. And every thought was focused on me not achieving all the things that I had believed I was going to be able to achieve when I was 16, when I was 18, when I was 21. And I had a hard time looking at myself in the mirror every single day with all of these feelings of defeat. And the people who knew me were worried about me. My parents were worried about me. The friends that I had left when I moved back home in with my parents, they were worried about me. Even in my moments of clarity, 
I was fucking worried about me. I had never been this depressed. I'd never been at a point in my life where I'd felt like I'd failed like I had in making the mistakes that led me to this spot. Now, I'm not trying to compare what I was going through and the challenges I was dealing with with some of the things that people are faced with in life. Getting fired, getting a DUI, there's people that deal with much bigger issues throughout life. What I'm saying is at that point in time in my life, I was not ready mentally, emotionally to deal with that issue, to deal with that challenge. And that caused a very serious depression in myself. It caused me to really cocoon, to cut people off, to really start to doubt my capabilities, who I was, where I was going, and reevaluate my own self-worth. And not in a healthy way, not in a positive way. Because at that point in my life, I was not built or had not learned the tool set to tackle a challenge like that the way that I could say today. So finally, the misery bubble pops. Well, sort of. I finally come out of my room and I get a job now as a fiberglasser building multi-million dollar yachts. Now think about that. I went from having aspirations of owning those million dollar yachts to the person that is doing the dirty, hard, grimy work of actually fiberglassing those yachts. The hours were bad, the pay was bad, the work was bad, and so I did what every young red-blooded American would do when they're unhappy working a dead-end job. I started drinking, and I started drinking heavily. Every night, it was a 12-pack of beer, 18-pack of beer. I was at the bar. It was just nonstop drinking almost every single night after work. So now I'm unhappy, I'm miserable, and I'm on the verge of alcoholism. Until one morning, finally I woke up feeling like shit. And this wasn't the first time I'd felt like shit. There was many mornings I'd felt like shit. I'd woken up at friend's house feeling like shit. I'd woken up at my own house feeling like shit. But it was just that that point in time where I think I'd hit my rock bottom at that point, where emotionally, mentally, physically, I just couldn't do it anymore. And it made me stop. It made me really stop and think, is this where I want to be? All that ambition, all that desire, all that motivation I'd had as a young person, was this now where I wanted to continue with my life? Is this the path that I wanted to be at for the next five years, 10 years, 30 years? And I was surrounded at that point of time with a lot of people who were on that same path that had been at that same path for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of their lives. And so it gave me the perspective and the opportunity to look at them and see within myself that that's not really where I wanted to be. That's not who I wanted to be. But it took a long time to get to that point. Once I got to that point, now I had to figure out 
How do I get myself out of this funk? How do I get myself from where I'm at now and get myself started back on the path to where I want to go? So I went back to one of the things that had helped inspire me and motivate me when I was younger, and that was reading. And reading books that had taught me a lot, that had motivated me a lot, that had inspired me a lot. And I went back through and I started reading some of my favorite books, books like The Power of Positive Thinking, TNT, The Power Within, Awaken the Giant by Tony Robbins, and one of my favorites of How to Win Friends and Influence People. And fortunately, I had kept these books. I'd retained these books, and I still had notes in these books. I still had sections highlighted. And so it gave me the opportunity to just crack those books back open and start spending time each and every single day working through those books, relearning the lessons that I'd learned so many years before. One of the things that I found really interesting was how the difference I had gained in perspective, not only from years of life experience, but going through some emotional, mental challenges had changed the way that I viewed the information, the way that I received the information within those books. My level of comprehension was completely different. I got a deeper understanding of a lot of the things that I had learned previously. Also, I was identifying new concepts that I had missed the first time or the first few times in reading those books. So given the opportunity to go back and relearn lessons from earlier in life, having that additional perspective was huge in starting my path to pull me out of that depression, starting down that path to give me hope, motivation, and inspiration to start getting me out of that bad place I'd put myself in. Now that I had some motivation, some inspiration building up inside of me, I knew I had to start addressing the negative language, the negative self-defeating thoughts that were still constantly going through my mind. And throughout the course of this rediscovery, one of the things that I knew that could be beneficial was having a system, a way to constantly put positive messaging in front of me. So I sat down at the computer, pulled up Word, and wrote myself signs that I could print out and post in my bedroom. And I, to this day, remember what those signs said. The sign that I wrote on a 8 by 10 computer piece of paper that I had posted right at the top of my bed where it was one of the first things that I saw every single morning was smile. It's a new day. Smile. It's a new day. The idea was that as soon as I woke up, one of the very first things that I had enter my mind through a visual stimulation was a sign that said, smile, it's a new day. That helped bring a level of gratitude, of thankfulness, and joy into me within seconds of me waking up each day. Thankful and grateful that I woke up. Thankful, grateful that I had the opportunity to 
take on a brand new day, however I saw fit. And the joy that just naturally comes when you smile, when you really smile. And that's how I started to start each morning was by looking at that sign. There was a second sign, maybe a foot away, that said, you can do anything. So once I'd had that moment of gratitude and thankfulness and joy, the next thought, the next sign, the next piece of messaging that I gave to myself was that you can do anything. Now, because of where I was at, that instantly started to create doubt. Oh, sure I can. Yeah, that's just a load of BS. So the next sign that I had next to that was a sign that said, believe in yourself to remind me that I needed to believe in what I was capable of. I had two signs next to the door out of the bedroom, one above the other. The first one said, your future starts today. The second one below that said, your potential awaits. That was to make sure that when I left that room, whether it was the first day in the morning or after I came back and gotten dressed or whether I was ready to leave the house to go to work, that I saw that my future started today and that my potential was just waiting for me to take hold and fulfill it. Now that I had started to address my mental and emotional well-being, I knew I needed to start addressing my physical well-being. So at this point, I decided to join a gym and really start working out to help me maintain that motivation and that drive to go into the gym every single day. I asked my cousin to join me. And so me and him every single morning would go in and work out, start lifting. I had spent some time in the gym during my college years. So I was familiar with some of the workout routines that would be beneficial to me. I need my way around a weight room at a, you know, maybe a little bit higher level than a average beginner. However, I had never really invested into my physical fitness. And what I found was that there was a big obstacle in trying to get back into the gym. I don't know how many of you have ever, you know, been good at working out for a significant amount of time, stopped working out, and then tried to get back into it. A lot of those things that you remember being capable of, what you find out is you are no longer capable of. That all that progress that you had made six months ago or six years ago is no longer there. And you are literally starting back at square one, or in my case, probably like a negative five or negative ten. It was a serious uphill battle to even get myself to the point where I could survive a 20-minute workout session. And my cousin was in the same boat. He hadn't worked out on a regular basis. I'm not sure if ever. And so both of us were very challenged with going back into the gym and starting to build ourselves a fitness routine. He didn't last more than five, six weeks. And he started coming with me less and less. Fortunately for me, that was enough time where I had really started to sink my teeth into it. I had started to build my daily routine and my daily habits around it. 
In addition to that, during those initial five, six weeks, I started doing some research, some homework, educating myself on how to improve my physical fitness overall. And I started reading magazines, looking up information on the internet that would allow me to make my time in the gym as productive as possible. And keep in mind, my goal, my original intent in going to the gym was not to get ripped, wasn't to become a a bodybuilder. It was a way to start feeling better physically, emotionally, and mentally. And honestly, what I found was I found a huge difference physically. Obviously, getting exercise, obviously pushing my skills, my strength, my physical fitness levels, that helped me feel better physically. And I mean, there was plenty of soreness and tiredness and pain associated with pushing myself. But overall, my energy levels increased. My body started to change and recuperate from the punishment that I had been putting it through previously. But the real benefit was the emotional and mental aspects of it. The sense of pride that I started to feel about the work I was putting in. The sense of accomplishment after each workout, knowing that I had pushed myself and gotten through that challenging workout. These little daily challenges, hurdles, obstacles that I was putting in front of myself physically were doing a tremendous amount of benefit for me mentally. And that's where the real power, the real benefit of spending that time in the gym came back to me from a healing perspective to help really suck me out of my depression. So now that I was feeling better emotionally, mentally, and physically, I knew I had to take the final step to really make sure that my level of depression wouldn't set back in, to make sure that I had really put myself on the path back to success, put myself back on the path to where I want to go. This meant I needed to find a new job and find a new job that was not fireglassing. So I set a date, a date in which I had to find a new job. In addition to finding a new job, I knew it needed to be in a new location. I could no longer live with my parents. I could no longer stay in my hometown. I needed to find a job somewhere where that would open up opportunities for me to really have a career, really advance and get myself truly back on the path that I'd seen myself on all those years before. So as soon as I came home from the gym every single morning, I dedicated time to job hunting. I applied for dozens and dozens of jobs. I had phone interview after phone interview and was still faced with a lot of failure, a lot of rejection. However, continuing to inspire myself, continuing to put the positive messaging in my head, continuing to put the physical effort and workouts in each day kept me pushing and driving towards accomplishing that goal and that timeline I'd set for myself. And ultimately, I found a job. It wasn't the job I wanted. It was a job doing door-to-door sales. 
but it was up closer to the city. It was with a company that I thought had some growth potential in me, for me, and it was working with people that I found to be very positive and motivational, and it was that final nail in that coffin of depression. It was the final straw that put me back into a positive mindset. It was that final piece of the puzzle that put me back on the path and down the road to success. From the time I'd gotten my DUI, gotten fired, and ended up having to move back to my parents' house, to the point where I had picked myself up, found a way to drag myself out of the depression that had followed, get myself back to a healthy place mentally, physically, emotionally. This whole process took about a year and a half. It was tough. It had challenges. It had setbacks. It had bad moments. It had bad days. However, it was worth every ounce of energy and dedication that I put into moving past it. And the knowledge that I gained, the strength that I gained, could not have been given to me in any other way. Without having to deal with this incident, this road bump, this obstacle, this challenge in my life, I would have never found a path that allowed me to grow stronger, both physically and mentally. It would have never given me the confidence to overcome future challenges and obstacles. It would have never given me the skills to deal with future hardships if I hadn't gone through this originally. And I think the biggest lesson I learned was that you have the ability to change your path. You have the ability to literally change your life if you're willing to put the time, the energy, the effort to acquire the skills and the knowledge to do so. We all make mistakes. We all get off our intended paths. What we have to do is figure out a way to put ourselves back on the path that we were meant to be on, to put ourselves back on the path of where we want to go. For me, it was by reinvesting in my education and my knowledge through reading books that inspired me and motivated me. It was changing the messaging that I was giving to myself and doing that through positive reinforcement at a visual level. It was going back to working out and investing time and energy into my physical well-being and health. And lastly, it was about putting forth a goal in front of me that I could accomplish. Those four things took me from a state of lying in bed feeling sorry for myself, feeling pity for myself, and set me on the path in which I'm still on today. They set me on the journey that I'm still going down with you right now. My hope, my desire, is that my challenge, my mistake, 
my hurdle, and what I did to move beyond that, what I did to put myself back on a better path, is something that hopefully can inspire you, something that you can relate to, learn from, and use in your own lives. Hopefully, this will allow you to take a look at where you're at and figure out what things that maybe you can do that will allow you to just launch yourself forward and go after your dreams, accomplish your goals, and live the life that you are meant to live. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking and giving me your time to listen to this episode. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please share this with friends so they can benefit from it as well. Also, take the time to write us a review and provide us with input. We want to make sure that we're putting out episodes that matter to you. Also, you can DM us on Instagram at just.launch or send us a tweet at just.launch underscore launch on Twitter. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, let's all work on launching ourselves toward a better version of us.